Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. In this episode, we're joined by Sydney-based artist Easty Beastie. Ella and I go back to the very beginning of our careers and... We've known each other since then. She has been working for herself for such a long time and I find the knowledge that she has and the things she's learned over the years are really interesting to share, particularly for other founders or creatives that are obviously evolving and growing and, you know, learning what that looks like as you continue to go on in your creative career and diversify as well. And I think Ella's really good at that. So I hope you all enjoy this chat just as much as I did. I'd like to start the episode by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which I'm recording, the Yugambeh people, and paying respects to elders past, present, and emerging. So today on How Do You Hustle, we have Eastie Beastie joining us. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. You're in sunny Sydney. Yeah, in Bondi, and it's Lovely. a very crisp but delightful winter morning. Well, almost winter, one day away. I know. It feels like it already, though. I'm in my jumper up in Queensland. So how have you been? What have you been up to? Good. Fill us in. Um, lots. <laughs> it's You're been, always busy. It's been a really busy It's been a really busy couple of years. It's been like a real up and down couple of years. Lots of good and not so good stuff has happened. Um, but the last two months in particular have been like particularly wild. <laughs> so I, in I went way? to yeah, I went to I went to Bali to create a pontoon mural. Um, which is like a pontoon's like this like it's a, like a floating um bar basically off um Lombongan. Um wow. and I was redoing the toilet painting. Um, which is, you know, great for the health. (laughs) (laughs) It was like this big, like shark decal, which looked like the shark was coming out of the wall to eat you. And so everyone was kind of like, it's, it's right next to a surf spot. So we had to get rid of it, um, and make it something a little bit less, um, like cursed. Um, so repainted it into like one of my, like my Eastie, like cowgirls, like surfing, which is so much fun. Like. I could like paddle, like I'd have to paddle the longboard over to the pontoon in the morning and then um, like have all of like my stuff in like a dry bag, which is like just a real kind of like fun novelty. Um, And then (laughs) as soon as I got back from Bali, I moved house, which I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. Uh -uh. Um, And then I've just been like prepping for a bunch of exhibitions. I've done, I did a really great group exhibition about a month ago um called desire lines which was fabulous um and this podcast actually comes at like wildly good timing because we are actually announcing today my exhibition up in newcastle wow how exciting so it's called spirit guides of your southwest mountain trip and it's all pieces like resin pieces with like posca pens rhinestones pearls glitter Swirly stuff, everything really like psychedelic and trippy. 
Um, and that's happening at Jack Jack store. Amazing. Up in Newcastle. Yeah. Congrats. So, happening in two weeks. Thanks. <laughs> Are you going up? Obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. So opening nights on the 17th, um, which I'm really excited about. And we've actually got a tattoo artist booked for opening night to do some of my artwork as flash tattoos. So cool. Yeah. So me and my friend Kate, Kate runs Jack Jack. Um, She's been helping me organize it and it's just been so exciting. So I'm really, really excited to like finally announce it. So hopefully it'll already be like announced by the time the podcast comes out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Wow, that does sound a little busier than uh, the it's average. It's been a little chaotic. Yeah, <laughs> I follow you, obviously. Um, and yeah, every time like I'm on Instagram, I feel like you're doing something exciting or doing a new artwork. So I know you like have on and off kind of uh, capacity, I guess, like you sometimes are open for your commissions but like when you have other projects like how do you kind of manage that workload um because yeah Yeah. you obviously can't do everything and be everywhere at once it's um it's kind of it's been something that I've really just had to kind of figure out as I've gone like Mm. I and kind of knowing what I'm what I have capacity for has really just come from doing it over a few years like And it's also like, you might have time to do it, but you might then be so overwhelmed with projects that like the following two weeks, you're kind of burnt out. So you've got to be able to predict it a little bit and be like, oh, I know if I kind of push this, I'm going to just be, you know, a heaving pile of just sad girl for the next two weeks. (laughs) And with creativity, like, you know, it's not a magic switch. You can't, you have to be energized and inspired and and if you're tired you're not creative so it's really like it's really been learning a lot about myself and learning a lot about what like where my energy levels sit and how to manage it and even things like knowing where my cycle is at because my you'll have higher energy points throughout your cycle like kind of being aware of that which maybe TMI, but <laughs> no, become um, big to learn about it for me. It's been a huge, a huge key in knowing how much I can take on. Yeah, I feel like everyone talks about that now, and like I kind of wish mm-hmm. I knew about that a long time ago because it Damn. actually explains a few things over the years. Oh my god, so much, yeah. so much, and just like knowing if you're feeling kind of down for that like little patch of time. That's why. How do you kind of structure your weeks? Because obviously you completely work for yourself, right? Like, yeah. And you're your own boss. You have like, obviously sometimes you have commissions with deadlines, but yeah. How do you kind of plan and work that out? Well, I, in the time since we last spoke, the, I actually, so I've actually been going to a studio now. Oh, wow. Um, which has been really fun. So my friend has a sort of spare bedroom that he leases out as a studio. So I've been going, work has been become like a much more like nine to five thing for me now. Whereas before when I was Good. just working out of my second bedroom, it was very, I actually found structure and I found getting a good routine really, really tricky. So my weeks are they're not actually as structured as I would like them to be still like you still kind of have to just be okay with just going with whatever's on at the moment and just knowing like I mean I just keep a diary I keep a like a calendar of deadlines and things like that I have spreadsheets coming out of my ears (laughs) but it's just it's you do sort of get in tune eventually with what's on what's coming up what you like what you can push as well so like I'm very lucky that I'm very lucky with the fact that a lot of my customers are just really very chill and like they're really they're an absolute joy to work with and you know that like you'll tell them like this is you you set the expectation like this is how long it's going to take but if you know you're going to get into a really busy patch 
you kind of know what you can push, what you can move, what you can reschedule. And as long as you're staying in touch, you do have that flexibility. Yeah. Um, And just, and also just having like the foresight, like if you know a really busy patch is coming up, you know, maybe to not book in so many commissions, things like that. Yeah. Um, And yeah. And really just, I, I think really the thing, the biggest thing for me is just, accepting that no day is the same and Mm. you you're always kind of going to be on the fly a little bit and that's just part of it it is yeah I think um it's so funny talking to you now like obviously we spoke pretty much two years ago exactly um and I was kind of like wanting to do freelance and I've since Mm. done it and I feel like my understanding now I mean, I'd always done little bits and pieces on the side of my old job, but like I fully went freelance last year. I was doing podcast production for a couple of podcasts. I was uh, doing my podcast and then I was doing copywriting, social media Mm. um, and some other like just creative. Like so many balls in the air. So many balls, so many (laughs) deadlines, like every week was different hours. Um, I was also doing like project-based stuff and oh my gosh I feel like I do understand now a little bit like it was just crazy and I found like the constant chasing of the work I found so hard Mm. the invoicing Mm. chasing invoices and then um just the the brain power it takes to juggle and and you're wearing yeah you're wearing like every hat in the business yeah and like I feel like it all you do. And I feel like a busy week, like if you've already got heaps on, of course, that's the week that everything's mm. due. Like, yeah, every time. Yeah. And, like, and that's like just what it is. The week. Yeah. And like, that's also when like your printer stops working or like yeah. things just go wrong. And like, it's just up to you to figure it out. Like you just gotta, yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. It's a challenge. I, I really, I feel that it's always like, it's, hard. it's always a bit kind of but you're on the edge a little bit <laughs> it is worth it like the the trade-off for that was you know picking mm. my own hours working for yourself choosing your hours and like being your own like when it's only you every day you're your mm. own colleague <laughs> yeah yeah Think of your colleague yourself <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> she kills me sometimes <laughs> She's a real pain in the ass occasionally. <laughs> yeah, she wants to go for stuff when she's got so much to do. She sleeps in. No, it's good. It's good. You do you do eventually realize, like, and this is also part of growing up, like I'm nearly 30 now. Yeah. And you do sort of realize that the buck stops with you and you know, it won't work unless you do. And it's just it's you do as you get a little bit older, I feel. Like, I feel like I have so much more discipline now than I did three years ago. Wow. And I think you just, yeah, you just, it just comes as you grow up. Like, and as you just, you learn the lessons, you're like, if I don't do this now, I will yeah. be stretched out of my eyeballs later. Like, <laughs> 100%. And like, I don't know, what advice would you give to maybe an artist or creative that is looking to go, uh, freelance or start working for themselves or opening up their books to take you know clients for commissions whatever um yeah what what would you say uh uh, so much where do I start (laughs) yeah Um, I know (laughs) I I think I'll come at this from like two ways so I'll come at it from like the hyper realistic maybe tough love way you you're gonna have to wait until you physically can't do your full-time job and your side hustle at the same time anymore. So you really, as non-romantic and as like non-magical as it sounds, you have to wait, you have to be patient, make sure there is enough coming through and it will get to the point where you'll be, you'll feel your capacity like absolutely stretched and you'll be like, okay, now's the time. And then just like, yeah, you just have to, you have to give yourself, you have to be patient with it. And then the other, the other part of it is that there's got to be, this is like the slightly more like woo-woo side of it. It has to be, 
you have to have such unshakable faith in it that it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when it working like I when that. I was just starting out with Easty Beastie I was telling myself like it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when like this is going to happen you're going to do this full time you're going to be successful at it and you need to like you need to back yourself a hundred percent and you need to on that note like back yourself have the confidence but make sure you're asking the questions, make sure you're learning, like make sure you're not just assuming, you know, you can do this, assume it's going to happen, but assume you're going to put in the hours and you're going to learn yeah. the lessons and do the hard yards. Cause it is, it's tough. It's really tough. And there's so many, Oh my God, there's so many days where I just like self self doubt just really creeps in and just so like, hard. Hold and like I'm so like uncool, like I'm such a loser, blah, blah, blah. Like my stuff is so shit. And then you have other days where it's a total reverse. We are like, I'm fucking unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you gotta, it's, it's tricky. Like you gotta, it's so much self-management and you've gotta mm. be able to ride those highs and lows and be okay with the uncertainty. And yeah, and no, like be so clear with yourself about how much you need to earn to make it work that's yeah, a big one yeah big one like be honest like don't just be like I need oh I think I think I need roughly this amount because that's what I did at the start and it, it's like no you got to think about tax you got to think about rent like groceries things like all these like little things like going out are you going to want to buy clothes like are you going to have to give up certain things during this time and I, at the first, I was really quite wish-washy about it. And then, mm. you know, after a little while, I was like, oh, I actually need to get way clearer with myself about what my monthly target is. Is that achievable? What do I need to do to get to those figures? Like, there is a little bit of like, like you do have to be a bit of like, there's got to be elements of like bulldog in your personality. Yeah. Not the whole way through, but you've got to, you've got to have a bit of grit and you've got to be like, no, this, this has to happen. Like, it's, and if you and, don't have yeah. work coming in, how are you going to get it? Like you have to be able to exactly. have those like plans and back backups in place, I guess. Totally. And a hundred, like part of it as well, like part of your strategy for that can be having a part-time job. Mm. Like you don't have to completely rule that out. Like if you want, if you want to mainly do freelance and or mainly be a creative or you know, do anything where you're kind of working for yourself, having a part-time job in your back pocket that you can kind of go back to flexibly. Smart. There's nothing wrong with that. That's no. not a failure. That's part of a strategy. Like totally. that's fine. Yeah. And I think people, I think people don't realize that that can be part of your income if you want it to be. Yeah. I like that you say that. Cause I, I do I do feel like some people expect, and I like, you know, it's totally fair. Cause I mean, I had no idea when I went out and did it, but like some people expect things to just happen straight away. Mm. And like, I've made like this, I made it moment, but the reality of it is there is highs and lows. There is ebbs and flows. Like it's not going to mm -hmm. be like any business. If you're running a fashion brand, if you're running your own, you know, digital agency, you're going to have ebbs and flows. That's yeah. just what it is, but you actually That's have to plan that, <laughs> plan yeah. for it and then have, and not yeah. panic when you do have the low, like yeah. you've got to really be very accepting of that and be like, not let the fear like mm. crunch you down basically. Yeah. Because <laughs> it very easily can take over. Mm. How do you stay, keep that motivation as well? Like you obviously love what you do. You're obviously very good at it, but yeah. How, mm. like if you are having one of those flop days, like, mm. what kind of things do you know you can do to oh. kind of change it? I, I honestly feel like I, I have many flop days too. Yeah. Like I have many, many times where I'm like, Oh my God, like, what am I doing? I genuinely like, it sounds a bit harsh, but I actually feel like motivation's a bit overrated. Um, yeah. Motivation comes and goes. And I think 
if you're especially being an artist like there are periods where you just love what you're doing and you have like the like the biggest ego where like your head won't fit through a door and then other times where you're just like <laughs> man I just suck like what am mm. I doing like and it's I, I really feel like that 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 can really affect your motivation and so motivation is not to be trusted I think what can be trusted is showing up yeah just just consistency yeah put the hours in you and again like coming back to it just like visual arts 90% of what you create is gonna be a bit shit and you kind of have to be okay with that and as long as you're there and you're putting in the hours and you're putting in the practice good things will come from that yeah but if you're solely relying on staying motivated you won't be there half the time yeah that's a good point yeah motivation she's a flaky mistress (laughs) she is and but sometimes it's literally stepping out away removing yourself Mm, absolutely allowing yourself to have a day have a have a mindfulness day absolutely like and also like that all just comes back to like being in touch with yourself like know when you need a break and know when you need to just do a thing that's just going to make you feel good. Exactly. And that doesn't matter what that is. Like if you were having a really, really tough time in a corporate role, you'd take a mental health day. I mean, hopefully you feel like that's so accepted now. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that when you work for yourself as well. Yeah, totally. Um, So how has your art, kind of evolved and changed over the last couple of years. Like I've been following you since the very start. Like we go way back. Um, but yeah, like I've I've definitely noticed a bit of an evolution. And I feel like your yeah. art tells kind of a story. Um yeah. like you're you're they're quite um like narrative. Like <laughs> there's always yeah, a story yeah, yeah. involved in every piece. They're but you like, also like do characters. other art as well. So yeah, yeah. tell us about so yeah so well I'll start with that so not a lot of people know this but I actually have a totally different um art style which I do concurrently at the same time as EC so I kind of have two businesses two personalities (laughs) yeah yeah literally like I literally describe EC as an alter ego yeah um and a total side note, like I'm going to tangent here a little bit, but this is a really funny story to that. I was at my friend's hen's party not that long ago, and she has a bunch of friends that are nurses. And we were talking about what we did for work. And they're like, what do you do for a living? And I was like, oh, like I'm an artist. But, you know, like I have my main like bread and butter style is actually an alter ego. Like it's a separate personality. And they were like, oh, well, that's amazing. <laughs> and then later on, it, I found out that they then went to my friend and they were like, hey, your friend who's a schizophrenic, like it's so amazing that she's so open about it and so honest. And I'm like, oh my God, no, I said the wrong thing. <laughs> I'm not a schiz- No, it's not that. It's not that. <laughs> it's just an alter ego. Oh my God, it's they diagnosed you. <laughs> they diagnosed me. <laughs> I right. know. I so not literally. <laughs> not literally. It's an alter ego, which is just a little, it's like something else to explore. But then, yeah. So Eastie sits under that little like personality, I guess. And then under my own name, which is Ella Throp, I do really big, like, um, like colorful abstract uh, artworks with acrylic paint. And that style is really focused on like luminosity, iridescence, sort of a little bit like metaphysical. A bit more um, feminine even very feminine Mm. yeah very very feminine and it's very um it's very dreamy um Mm. and it's very dreamlike and lots of like celestial themes and things like that so anyone that's listening feel free to go check it out um my instagram is elethrop artist but yeah it's it's really great to have both because yeah coming back to like motivation and creativity they they sort of help nurse each other when I'm not, I'm like less interested in one, I can still focus on something else. Yeah. I feel like Um, that's smart. Yeah. And I didn't like, I didn't do that strategically as a business move. I did it because like, I, there would be times like I just, neither of them could sustain me on their own. 
No. So I needed I needed to have both to sort of like switch up personalities and just be able to play with like a different creative sort of territory, I guess. But in terms of my style evolving, it's really funny that you bring that up because for ages I was getting really, really stressed about Easty Beastie just being the same, same, like not like just being the same shit like over and over and over again. And I was like, I was really actually quite worried. Like people are going to get bored of this. Like I need to start switching it up a little bit. But I think what I didn't realize, like I put a lot of pressure on myself with that really probably too much pressure. Yeah. But what I didn't realize is that, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty is that when you look back, it was changing the whole time. Mm. It's just incrementally. And it's, I look at what I'm drawing now with Eastie and it's so different to what I was doing when I started Yeah, out. totally. Like, Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The themes are still there. The medium I'm using is still there. I'm still using a lot of blue, but the themes are the themes have definitely gone into a new area. Totally. I feel like it's kind of grown up. Like <laughs> it has grown like, up. Yeah. You know, um, some of the like you're almost exploring like fem like like feminine issues in a way absolutely like there's yeah. a lot of like yeah. pregnant women now naked yeah. so many naked <laughs> women <laughs> I know and it's it's funny like I don't I really don't like I really don't want my art to be political like I don't want it to enter that like issues driven territory I just want it to be fun enjoyable to look at and enjoyable for me to create and like still have a bit of a sense of humor but it's funny like I really because when I started out I was kind of exclusively drawing boys yeah you were yeah and then I don't know what's happened but (laughs) I just just hardcore lost interest in it I was just like I'm just done and I just there's something I've really been loving drawing lately like roly-poly curves yeah just and not like not exclusively one body shape or even like super plus size but just like a normal body shape like I think that's great yeah and it's just it's just been nice to just and a lot of them like kind of look like me I feel like which is obviously maybe I'm starting to love my body more I don't know maybe Aww. I'm finally getting there I don't know nice. sometimes I don't feel that way but maybe we're on the journey there <laughs> so it's just and I'm still really like I still get really obsessed and hung up with like 
strange occult like faraway history like the beginning of the earth kind of always and like the mythology in different cultures around the creation of the earth always just fascinates me um and yeah I've like all my stuff has always been a bit like like a bit psychedelic and trippy but like really been enjoying sort of exploring that in a bit more of a stripped back way a bit more minimalistic and even some of that is that the style simplifying as well sounds bad but that came from losing interest in it a little bit where I didn't have the patience to do a whole page of art but I still I wanted to do it I just felt like I didn't have the energy and this was like all part of like ups and downs of mental health over the last mm. couple of years. Like, you know, COVID took a toll on everyone, but totally. like I really doing it in a much more simple way where I was just drawing like one figure instead of a whole scene. That was almost like I was doing it because I had nothing in me to do a full thing. And so wow. that's kind of how that style has changed as well. And I want to get it back into doing more like funky big scenes and I want to work less with paper now these days like I really want to do more stuff with on resin and things like that so yeah I've noticed you're doing that yeah so all of those resin pieces are for the exhibition that I was talking about coming up so I'm really excited to do yeah I'm excited to put paper away for a little bit and do more resin because that means you can kind of get a little bit more creative with like, you know, the color of resin, you know, you can put different materials on it, you know, you can add embellishment to it. Like just been really caught up with rhinestones lately. I don't understand. I've noticed that. (laughs) So pretty. Like I literally have them on my fingers. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm just obsessed with it. Wow. And I even like, I've been wearing clothes with like rhinestones on them lately. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like there's a bit of a cowboy theme happening as well. Oh, absolutely. Cowgirl theme. Yeah. Cowgirl, like rhinestone cowboy or something like that. But I'm, um, I really like to push the style a little bit further. I want to do the resin stuff that I've been doing, but much bigger. So really big oversized artworks and maybe start to pursue the gallery route a little bit more with ECBC and doing some bigger, like higher price point pieces and just seeing if there's a different market out there for that, which yeah, could be fun. Could be really fun to explore. Yeah. I, I feel like there is for sure. And I feel like, you know, as it keeps evolving, like who knows what it will kind of grow into Eastie's growing up. (laughs) Eastie's growing up. Eastie's changing. One of the struggles is like wanting to develop the style and evolve. And for a really long time, like I wanted, and I still kind of do, like I want the style to elevate and get a little bit darker, like a bit Mm. sort of like edgier in a way. And I'm really inspired by like, like brands like Epochi, and former and uh like misfits like I'm really inspired by a lot of the stuff they do so it's been really like wanting to like still stay true to your style and doing stuff that's authentically you and stuff that comes from your brain but I've, I've wanted to push it more in that direction a little bit and so one of the struggles has been will people like it if it changes basically and will people stay on this path with me and follow me and that that's been like a real fear and I think it's it like you've got to you'll there's always going to be change yeah and I think coming to terms with like if people don't like what I'm doing if if it's authentically me and if I love it ultimately that's okay yeah because if you really really love it if and if you and I think this comes from like again having done it for a little while now you know if it's good and you know if it's good enough and you know if it's if you're loving doing it at the same time other people will pick up on that as well and people can spot people can spot authenticity from a mile away yeah yeah it might change yeah it might look different but you might lose some people which is totally fine you'll gain new ones some people Yeah, yeah exactly 
and like especially with Instagram like people follow and unfollow you all the time like people come and go like yeah it's just being not letting that rattle you that that's like just a fact of it totally just no, letting like that's true yeah yeah and you can't like I feel like if you're restricting your style that's when it really starts to get like suffocated like you've got to be really chill with just kind of letting it go forward and like and letting it follow its feet I guess a little bit yeah find its own find its own way know, personality yeah yeah <laughs> um, but no artist well I, I can't say this with the knowledge that this is 100% <laughs> true but no yeah. artist stays the same forever like everyone evolves everyone changes no person stays the same forever so how can you know that and and it's the same with any creative profession like a writer isn't going to write the same way they change their their voice change their life experience changes like 100% a photographer is not going to stay the same so I think that's you know a common it's probably a common fear and theme but like yeah yeah, like you said, like you're gonna, your art's gonna find the right people. Yeah, and it'll um, find its way, and and almost like, almost without me even kind of doing it deliberately, or without me even really knowing, like that incremental step by step change, it'll it'll happen almost on its own. Like if you're showing up every day and you're putting in the time and you're putting in the practice, and you know you're you're just being like uh, an engaged person in the world, like taking stuff in and, you know, having your own experiences, like you said, it, your style will develop and what you're mm. interested in will develop and change. And, and I think, yeah, you just got to let that happen. And as like easy as it sounds, easy said, not easy done, release the fear a little bit. Yeah, totally. it's probably the <laughs> hardest thing. Um. But you do have quite a following and I feel like the people that follow you love what you do and, you know, they, they've been on you on for, on the journey so far. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure they'll stick So hopefully you. they stay with me for a while longer. I know um, it's, um, it's, it's, I have the best, I have the best followers. They're yeah. so amazing. They're so, they're so nice. They're all so That's nice. Great. I've got like. I think in the three years I've been on in or four maybe now, uh, three or four, I'm not sure. But in that time that I've been on Instagram, I think I've had like one negative interaction with someone. Like, wow. Everyone's been great. Yeah. And you're quite engaged as well. Like you do a lot of updates and um, kind of sharing your own experiences. And I really love that. Like it's kind of a bit of, like you're on the ride with you like because mm. you're quite open about all this stuff and you share it and I, I feel like that's really important um yeah with connecting that's... to your audience in whatever you do yeah I mean you got to be vulnerable like and not like vulnerability when it serves you like you just got to be you like and you got to be yeah. okay with that actually funny like this kind of reminds so I because my artwork is quite like it's very tied into like surf culture yes and like the ocean and stuff and I like I love surfing like I surf yeah. all the time it's 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 really like it got me good when it got me but I suck at surfing like I'm a really <laughs> crappy surfer and for the amount of time that I have surfed and like the many years that I've done, I have very little to show for it. <laughs> and I, for ages, I was like, oh my God, like if people find out, if people see me surfing and they recognize me and they see me not really surfing very well, <laughs> they're going to hate my art. Like they're going to think I surf. Like, I'm a fake. And I'm like, no, it took me so long to unlearn that and be like, you don't have to be a pro. You just no. like if you're enthusiastic and you're friendly, like, and you look like you're having fun, that's fine. Like, yeah, surfing's hard. <laughs> I've, I yeah. picked up surfing last year and, and it's an, it's kind of like a bit of a metaphor for creative stuff too, right? Like mm. fear is what holds me back a lot of the time. Like I'm actually 100%. like, I can get up and I can ride the way, but I'm yeah. like, it's my self-doubt and my fear that gets in my way. I'm like, is this 
mirroring some stuff for me back (laughs) oh like completely like words out of my mouth and like surfing is just also it's one of those things where you just have to accept that like you're gonna be bad at it for a really long time yeah you have to like take ego out of it because if you've got an ego while you're surfing and you can't back it up it's brutal totally (laughs) and and the the people out there are they're, they're not, they, like, some of them are scary. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are fucking they're so serious about it. Oh, so intense. Oh. Like, I, I love know, that, but... though, that you say that. Yeah. Like, that, yeah, I, I like that rawness. Like, it's, it's not about being the best. It's about no. if, if you enjoy something, like, are you going to let not being the best stop you from doing it? Like what you exactly. get one life. Why wouldn't you do that thing that you love, even if you're not the best? Exactly. And no one ever said you have to be good at your hobbies. No. Like, I mean, I say that to myself all the time. I like putting the pressure on myself a little bit, but that's incorrect. Like, yeah, you don't have to be good at it. You and- just have to enjoy it. And, you know, with art and creativity, it's so subjective. Like what even is good? I mean, I'm sure you've got a benchmark for it now, but what someone thinks is good, another person won't. So it's, you can never please everybody. Exactly. And that's another huge thing. Like don't, like don't try because your stuff will be bland. Like you, if you're doing you and you're doing stuff that, Ugh, to be like super cliche and dumb about it that makes your soul like sing and excites you exactly that will come through and again not everyone will love it but there will be people that come across your stuff and be like oh my god like that that's me like I see that like I see myself in that and people yeah like I said before people can spot that from a mile yeah, away for sure and, yeah so you just like again to just be really lame just gotta be yourself you just have to be yourself (laughs) so what have you got coming up I know you mentioned your exhibition in Newcastle but do you have anything else um in the next sort of six months that you know is on the agenda um like I'm hoping to tee up I've got another exhibition that looks like it's happening in October um which will be really great so I'm hopefully going to have a couple of really big pieces for that um I'm hoping to tee up a couple more exhibitions in the next six to 12 months um just because I really I really wanted people to discover me less on their phone and more in real life um yeah and I want to rely less on Instagram which would just be fabulous um because <laughs> it's a it's a difficult beast yeah um, it is but yeah I, honestly like I feel like the first half of the year has been extreme um personally and professionally but I feel like I'm just uh, after this exhibition coming up, I will have kind of come out that really crazy period and sort of come out the other end. Um, and I'm really hoping, really hoping to just kind of truck along for a little bit, just go into cruise mode, put out some really good work um, and maybe do some more merchandise. I've got some hoodies launching in the next couple I love couple your days. merch. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. I'm really excited to put them live. So we've got a couple of hoodies coming. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully do. I'll be doing like a sample sale at some point as well in the next, in the second Amazing. half of the year. So I'm not sure if that's going to be in Sydney like it was last year or if I'll do it online or if I'll do it maybe somewhere new just to sort of like give some out-of-towners a bit of a chance. Um, but, yeah, something, something like that in the next six months to sort of, yeah, get rid of some stuff. <laughs> awesome watch this yeah. space so if people want to space. find you online where can they go yeah. so on instagram you can find me at who is eastie um, my website is eastiebeastie.com and for anyone wanting to explore my other stuff you can find me on instagram at ella Thrupp artist um yeah that's me love our chats um i know it's so fun it's so funny that this is where we found ourselves from where we met like 10 years ago literally like literally it'd be close no would it be long oh no it would be almost 10 years about 10 years ago I know and I feel like I should touch on that like I haven't even 
explain that like basically had a blog yeah I had a blog and it was a e-zine that's how old we are (laughs) I know Christ we were literally it was the blogging era when oh my god the blogging era and yeah it's so amazing though I don't know if you see the other girls but like online but um they've all gone on to do amazing stuff two of them are photographers you know you're an artist (laughs) but it's it's so good like and just you know we were writing about fashion and trends it was just just, an art we were writing you were writing about art like it's just I remember like um, us doing the shoot like the Gorman shoot around like the valley and West End so cool I know it was it was I look back and I think Oh, to just be that fearless and mm. like, I think because none of us really knew who we were, it was just creative expression in its like rawest yeah. form. It was just like, whatever. 100%. And we were doing <laughs> it. We were doing it at that time when like, there wasn't really a blueprint. No. Follow. Like everyone was just figuring it out at the same time. I so know. Everyone and- was just enjoying themselves. I kind of wish I stuck at it. Like, imagine if I'd done that for 10 years now. Yeah. Like, where would that know. have gone? But I think yeah. I, I think anything can't, as we were saying, it's sort of the theme of this episode, like anything in its original form can't mm. continue. Like, it almost has to die and 100%. be reborn Yeah. in a different oh my God, way. I to- love that. Yeah, like, and like me and my career has definitely been that. Like, it's like dying a million deaths and coming back in a new form. And it's, I don't know, that's that's how I keep my creativity and motivation is like almost like reinventing. Yeah, we're rebirthing all the time. (laughs) I love following your stuff. And yeah, it's like honestly, I'm like, you're probably your biggest hype girl, but I, I honestly just um, love watching what you do and like you growing and evolving and it's just like it excites me and I like can't wait to see where it takes you next because it's just you know we're two years on and it's just still going up and up and but as we say it's it's not linear it's it's always going to be a bumpy road yeah Yeah. but like you I don't have even just know what so well. to apply to it <laughs> so, I've done so well just thank you it's really yeah it's really nice to hear that it's very um because yeah as we were talking about like it's just me in the studio so it's nice to get like the external validation it's and, nice and from to, a friend too like it's nice it's nice <laughs> to get that external feedback but I feel like and this is something I'm really like exploring and struggling with myself is Mm. I feel like there is an element of people not telling you when they think you've done something good exactly like if you think something's good tell them tell them it means so much that as much as you think oh they're doing well they don't need me to tell it means so much as a creative it really does like every every comment every message I get it's it's still the same effect. Like three years later, I'm still like, Oh, that's so nice. Like, I love hearing that feedback. That's a really nice. And yeah, like, you know, validation should come from within, but you know, we're social creatures. It's totally fine to get external validation too. It's totally fine. And it just, you know, if you are having a bit of a flat day or you're thinking, you know, why am I doing this? Or like a comment like that can literally change. Can change your day. Yeah. It can just give you that confirmation that oh this is actually reaching the people it needs to and like someone got something Mm. out of this so absolutely I think it's important to remember that a lot more people love your stuff than are telling you and a lot more people love you than are telling you and I think it's nice to remind yourself of that that like point everyone's just kind of doing their own thing everyone's busy we're all living these very intense complicated lives Thank you for joining us, Easty. It's been so Thanks lovely. Thanks for having me. And, uh, oh, I love this. Thank you so much. This has been such a treat. Yay. Thank you so yeah. much. I love that conversation with Ella. 
If you want to check her out, make sure you go to her Instagram at whoiseastie or her website. Well, that's all for today. I hope you all have had a wonderful few weeks. We have plenty of big interviews coming up on the show. And if there's anything you would like to see or hear from us, please let us know. You know where to find us at How Do You Hustle online. And please, if you have enjoyed this interview, consider leaving us a five-star rating on Spotify Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts uh, down the bottom as well. It means the world. You can also contact us for podcast training or advice. And we are also available for media and marketing training for businesses. If you are a freelancer or creative with previous podcasting or media experience in broadcast, we are currently on the hunt for a potential guest co-host for a few episodes. We are looking for someone preferably based in Queensland. If that is you, please send us a message online. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.